Hi, I'm Archit. And I'm Shirin. And welcome to Getting Lost with Archit and Shirin, a podcast where two amateur cooks, if you say so, talk about all things food, from ingredients, recipes, techniques, and lessons from our trials in the kitchen. Every episode, Shirin, our producer Natasha, and I will do a deep dive into one singular topic and talk about literally everything we know. So today we're talking about salad. We're breaking down how to make a salad. We're going to give you some tips and tricks as to how to make just the essentials of a salad and then we're going to also talk about some dressing, our favorite dressings and yeah, that's pretty much it. So let's get started. Hi everyone, welcome back. I hope 2021 has been less traumatic than most of 2020 so far. Debatable but okay. Yeah, honestly debatable. But <laughs> but The one thing that we definitely know is that everyone's trying to be a little healthier and oh, yeah. somehow this has, you know, traveled beyond January. So we're in Feb now, mid-Feb, first episode of the year. Really sorry, lots was happening and people still want to eat healthy. So I don't know if it's the trauma or the resolutions, but here we are and we're going to talk to you about eating salad, but a caveat here, not every salad is healthy. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Take it away, Archer. So it's great that you talked about not so healthy salads because this was really fascinating. Um it, there's this like whole like group of people um in in Europe and basically what they do is they like take food from America and then they compare it to food in America in India uh sorry in the UK and um uh, basically like they'll go to like a McDonald's and they'll take the same menu that yeah. both those countries have and they like discuss how different they are and the one thing that they found out was that any restaurant that serves a salad the calorific value of that salad is probably the highest amongst everything else that they offer so Ooh. even like a mcdonald's like the double cheeseburger the calories it has will be less lesser than the salad and that's so fewer interesting fewer calories. fewer fewer <laughs> to an extent i do have to agree with you because this one time when i was um logging in my favorite food from mcdonald's which is the big spicy chicken wrap Oh my god. Yeah, I know. Mm. I know. On my fitness pal, <laughs> it was like some 650 calories and I was like for this, for this uni <laughs> little thing which is basically a tortilla wrap with chicken yeah. in it. Yeah. Um felt a little betrayed but very used to that feeling. So totally recovered. Um but yeah, um okay fine. Amer- American salads or fast food salads, let's call them that. Um are not are really not salads. salads. Yeah. yeah. So what so the salad that we will talk about today yes. um is essentially the salad that you expect out of a salad bowl fresh clean yeah. crunchy filling but not overwhelming. So salads like really ominous in my head like I as someone who like makes a lot of food I I never really think of salads because I just think of diets when I think of salads and that's just not fun but I really wanted to think outside of just like the realm of dieting and look at salads as a holistic so this is why you researched not because you wanted to sound like really smart and witty you know no no it's it's know. mostly because i want to make some salad content and i think salads I are great I and, and i see so what did you learn mr agarwal oh uh-huh. uh, <laughs> so uh, what i what i found really uh, fascinating was that uh, any website or um you know any like food blog that you go to you're able to like dissect how they make a salad and it boils down into just you know about five different elements and um 
in my research i realized that i have this great cookbook lying in my room and it's uh, by this uh, cookbook author called Salman Nosrat and she is famously known for uh, a netflix show called uh, salt fat acid and heat but that mm-hmm. book uh, that uh, show actually comes from a book called salt fat acid and heat and i have that book and it's so good but one of the things that they when she talks about is that okay any salad can be broken down into five specific elements mm-hmm. um and okay this is kind of repetitive but it's salt fat acid but not heat but crunch and umami uh so uh, when you look at any salad you can actually break it down into these like elements and so for example let's say a caesar salad right like very mm-hmm. classic um not very healthy but mm-hmm. typically like a very common caesar salad which i'm going to insert another fun fact here guess where it's made or oh, sorry guess where it's originated it's going to be like it's made everywhere um no i just i don't know where is it made please do enlighten me change my life forever so everyone thinks it's made in italy but it actually is made uh, it was originally first made in uh, tijuana in mexico um <gasps> <laughs> in like the 20s and it was like originally called like the aviator salad and then they like changed it to caesar cuz the restaurant's name was caesar or whatever oh so, so it has nothing to do with our good man who no 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 Even though interestingly, uh, salad's origin comes from the Roman Empire, so it, that's what you would think, right? Like it's like, oh, it's, you know, like Caesar used to eat this, but no, uh, he, he didn't. Okay, so I'm going to take you back uh, to the Caesar salad. So if you were looking at the Caesar salad, and if we look at the salt element in a Caesar salad, um, it would really rest upon the Parmesan cheese, um, and in some countries, you would also put like Worcestershire. yes um sauce as well as maybe anchovies so those are your salty elements mm. um, anchovies are known to like really just transform food apparently anchovies are great uh, natasha hates them which is why i never get them but they're oh. actually really really good i actually saw this youtube video about a recipe where okay. which includes anchovies but in a way that the person who's eating will not know that you put anchovies but will be like hey what i think it's an alison roman one of course So in in a in a Caesar salad the fat would come from like the eggs um they would also come from olive oil and then they'll come from the parmesan again mm-hmm. um and then if you look at the acid uh, you'll have lemon vinegar and the worcester that i mm-hmm. hope i'm still worcestershire that no I'm, one's going to come and you know stab you so it's okay uh, it's okay yeah good i mean we don't know you might but it's okay mm-hmm. uh <laughs> and then the crunch <laughs> and then the crunch will come from like romaine lettuce uh, and the croutons which are like the big like texture in the whole yeah. thing yeah i feel and like croutons transform any and every salad so yeah but like, like croutons really just like kill a salad also like they they also fat i mean yeah they convert a salad into a meal and then it God looks forbid. like so bad and it feels like punishment okay so, so fine so you've got these principles of what no wait i have one left all right umami come umami. on let's like that's that's like and the most important the umami come from the little punch the little kick the 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 the, the meaty the meaty flavor the, the 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 savoriness comes from uh, again the parmesan but also like the the anchovies if you put them but so mm-hmm. you know it, it's not like 
each element does just one thing but it's it's fascinating if you break it down because then what what you can do with just these elements salt fat acid heat and crunch and umami is that you can make anything any salad with whatever yeah. shit you have in your home and really just get to this point and that's literally how i've always eaten salad is just yeah, like i have I been known to put peanut butter in my salad dressing like just a spoonful and yeah. it turns into something absolutely amazing when it emulsifies with an olive oil and there's some chili and you know all that stuff going on mm-hmm. things that you wouldn't think would work for a salad dressing yeah. actually end up doing a really really good job because they just they just play really well together when they are placed in this grid so yeah. for anyone who's looking to either like riff off uh, an existing recipe or create something that's their own mm-hmm. try to work within this grid and you might make something really special so um i've i've also you know put orange juice like just oh yeah in my salad dressing and that has worked super well yeah. so yeah that's their acid basically right yeah. so our advice at the very beginning of this episode is essentially that if you want to create a salad dressing yourself go for it just remember this grid and please for god's sake don't buy a ready made salad dressing you will be able to make something at home even if you just have olive oil and nimbu and a little bit of shahad trust yeah and then and, i don't know and trees for the umami i don't know and and uh, for for our foreign listeners shahad is honey yes <laughs> are, are many many foreign listeners <laughs> right okay okay but you you wanted to talk about a, a, like a like a cheat dressing that you uh, yes. you know you love to use right yes i do so see the salad in itself is rather heavy it's yeah um it's really I mean, heavy. you know when many a times when you go with a grown up now we're grown ups to a restaurant they order a salad they'll ask for salad dressing on the side what that essentially means is do not mix it up all together because usually restaurants and cafes will put too much dressing on your salad and that will do two things to it one it will make it a bit soggy and two it will not let you control the amount of fat that you're consuming yeah i like lots and lots of dressing with my caesar salad but i'm not you know married to the whole oh my god that's got to be like a lot of creaminess in the very restaurant style so mm-hmm. what we do at home is we actually cheat sort of um our caesar salad into being caesar salad uh, by creating a dressing made with hung curd so yeah. thick hung curd little bit of uh, olive oil little bit of honey and whichever spices we have lying around and at the end of it a little bit of lemon juice and just whisk it together with your regular whisk or with a fork and stuff and throw in lots of garlic and all that like garlic what do you mean garlic but you need the garlic you need the garlic for it to pop because yogurt in itself can be very it can be a very tempered flavor so do that and then throw it on top of your salad leaves uh put in the bacon that you want put in some boiled chicken and there you have it you have a healthy salad with a little bit of bacon on top and uh you're not having any mayo equivalent in terms of fat All right, so that, that's that's a great trick to um like you know uh make your Caesar salad a bit healthier. But the other one is that if you're putting in bits of chicken in your salad, you don't have to put them on a pan and cook them there because you're adding more oil and fat and whatever. 
what you can do instead is either boil it so boil chicken when like pulled out um into shreds with your f- fingers or your fork um mm-hmm. does very well inside salad because you don't really get to know that it's just boiled because you're not having plain boiled chicken or you can throw it in the oven um don't throw place gently and politely with respect um covered in foil with a little bit of olive oil and trust me you will be able to create chicken that's not overcooked chicken that's just right like arjit said and chicken that's really really supple um and it will just add to your salad it won't feel like oh she made tandoori chicken the other night and then she just threw it in her salad but because that's what happens when you make it on a pan and speaking of chana that you they did mention in the start yes. uh, of this big conversation that we've had um mm-hmm. i used to have like a huge chana moment you know like moment? it was a year it was a year like i i would just have chana salad for lunch and i was just thinking about that chana salad and it was basically like it was like a great way to get protein into your body um it was filling because it was just like a lot of chewing um and you know anyone who's on a diet who's thinking of weight loss who's thinking of just being healthier it's a great great recipe because it's super simple it's just boiled chana so the the kala chana um mm-hmm. the english name that i don't know of exactly it's what fine. is but it's okay reason our foreign listeners will be okay um and in that uh, and now that i think of like the format of how i used to make it or and how it follows this uh, matrix okay. it was largely everything but the fat so it had a lot of like uh, salt that used to be just added salt to the dish um mm-hmm. it the, the chickpeas are the ones that are adding the protein but they're also adding a lot of umami and crunch um alongside that we used to have like really finely chopped onions and peppers so that used to add a lot of uh, flavor and the other thing that you know the acid really came from like the lemon juice and that was it uh, because it stayed in that lemon juice formulation for so long um it became uh, something that of just like immense flavor because things would just start to get brined and that was just why that that um salad did so well it was almost like chaat it was yeah. almost like chaat yeah. yeah yeah so in a way specific kinds of chaat can also qualify as salad <laughs> very specific yes <laughs> very specific. <laughs> like but, but i yeah. like that you're talking about chanas here because even uh, chickpeas such as yeah. chana uh, yeah. make for really really great additions to salad so if you're looking to add a little bit of crunch to your salad but you don't want to put croutons if you're feeling snooty like archit usually is yeah. what you can do is croutons are waste huh croutons are waste for okay um <laughs> <laughs> what you can do is that you can uh, take some boiled chickpeas and uh, roast them on high flame with a little bit of olive oil in a pan and they become really nice and crunchy and just wonderful and then when yeah. you put them on top of a salad um they'll give you the little bit of crunch that you would otherwise look at a crouton for huh interesting so let's also talk about like dressing we've talked a lot about the things that go in the salad but like sometimes the dressing is just like the hero of why you eat a specific salad and for me um two dressings that come to mind one is a red wine vinaigrette and then mm-hmm. the second a very similar vein um is a balsamic vinaigrette um and i love balsamic vinegar i think it's just like the best thing <laughs> out of all the 
all the vinegar is balsamic vinegar is the best and vinegar in general can really transform a dressing and that's yeah. is, is and definitely my hero as well so vinegar is really interesting because it's basically an acid and one of the things that uh, vinegar is really good for is the fact that um based on what that vinegar is like stored in it actually imbibes that flavor and that's how you get these different kinds of um vinegars uh you have red wine vinegar you have apple cider vinegar you have balsamic vinegar so and each one has its own unique flavor points um so red wine vinegar is really interesting because it's very light um mm-hmm. and it does this really cool thing that if you add anything into it so like garlic or um onions uh, it it removes that offensive yeah. smell that they have because it allows like it basically macerates um those elements out of the 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 food product okay, so, so you, if if someone wants to throw in like red onions into their salad but yeah. wants a dressing that's not going to exaggerate that pungent smell mm-hmm. um a red wine vinegar is actually a great way to do that Yeah and in fact you can also like pickle them in that so that they actually no, get up. Yes face it. No one's going to sit and pickle their onions before making the salad. It takes like 2 minutes. It's not like I'm telling you to like pickle for okay, like fine. hours. Fine fine. <laughs> um, I had a visual of a little mason jar full of like yeah. <laughs> sliced onions. I mean you Just, could do that. that it's too much great. work and it's onions. Yo, no thanks. <laughs> so what do you do with your balsamic vinegar? So for my balsamic vinegar I basically um have like a like a you know tablespoon of uh, balsamic vinegar I add about like 2 to 3 tablespoons of olive oil um some salt some black pepper and then I add some like uh, really thinly sliced onions uh, or shallots if you find them which you don't find in India really um and I and I really just like mix them together and the idea is to create an emulsification which is basically like you keep on whisking the oil and you add balsamic vinegar into it mm-hmm. and what that does is it breaks down the oil fats into very tiny tiny fats and that allows globules yes Love and um and then basically the acid uh, incorporates much better uh, with that oil and it makes it it's like cohesive singular you know um sauce okay. which is really tasty and you can also if you don't want to go whiskey whiskey you can get one of those uh, dressing shakers and essentially all you really need to do is follow the grid right when it comes to and for dressing it will essentially be fat and a little bit of acid and salt so right? yeah. so you choose whatever you want you choose whether it's your red wine vinegar white wine vinegar balsamic vinegar lemon juice that's your acid you choose your salty whatever and uh, for fat you can either choose a little bit of olive oil or olive oil plus um you can use other oils as well by the way but we people tend to like the taste of evo so yeah. that's why we talk about evo so much um there's that or you can use a teaspoon of peanut or almond butter and essentially throw everything into that shaker and shake like a cocktail and it does the trick and all you have to do is then pour it over your salad or even just keep it on the dining table everyone can pour the dressing on themselves because people can be very touchy about how much dressing they want because i'm saying that because i am yeah and uh, there there you have it you can create a dressing out of anything so we've talked about dressing that's fab but can you take one step back for me and just focus a little bit on the greens because i just realized that 
you can have the best dressing in the world but if your greens are not great if your greens are not crunchy if your greens are not fresh um your salad is probably not going to taste very very good or mm-hmm. feel good so any advice from the master chef himself on greens that's a great question thank um, you it's so great that i'm struggling as well because I, i i really suck at like storing greens but what i've learned is is that um for anything that has like anything that's super leafy and herby uh put them in like toilet uh, not toilet paper <laughs> tissue roll <laughs> uh, <laughs> please i need or like kitchen roll kapda in the kitchen don't waste paper like this yeah okay <laughs> you can put them in like um, a cotton like kapda or like muslin a muslin tea cloth yeah muslin tea cloth um just so that they can like um, breathe and also any moisture that they release is not getting released into the other bunches which is what causes like a lot of like wilting and rot um and the second thing that i used to do in college and i don't know if it's the best thing is like for lettuce i would actually submerge my lettuce in water and keep it inside because i would actually consume them very quickly but um yeah but if you're going to consume it later then don't and i think what natasha suggested is amazing it's if you're nervous about the process of cleaning and storing your greens um get a salad spinner because in yeah. that you can wash it you can spin it and you can you can even make your salad within it um but what's important is to make sure that you buy fresh so please try not to get you know those pre-mixed salad um you know packets uh it's really not worth it it's not sustainable it's not worth it what instead you should do is maybe get a head of lettuce and use whatever other veggies you have at home and um uh when you're treating lettuce with well a little bit of rigor while cleaning it because you have to i mean it's been lying outside if you picked it up from a local vendor it's been on the ready for a while um make sure you wash it really well and make sure you don't wash it with hot water so even if it's winter suck it up and wash it in cold water and make sure that you've done your bit those are my thoughts on greens um my suggestion even whether this is for cold or hot salad is to um steam your broccoli instead of doing anything yeah. to it again yeah. like the only reason i would say that is because and trust me i love a nice pan fried broccoli with little bits of garlic stuck to it but when your salad dressing is adding all the flavor you want the rest of the ingredients to be quiet or at least natural so that like they have so many nutrients you don't want to like you know burn them out also and fun mm-hmm. fact if you steam your broccoli it will look very nice and green so it will look very pretty so i know a lot of people care about this stuff archer mhm like you okay guys so we actually have a fancy fun recipe for date night um kotsi natasha and this is one of her favorite salads i'm going to hand the mic over to her virtually and have her explain how you can make something really exciting which is not as humble as uh, olive oil shahed and nimbu um i mean before i start that actually olive oil shahed nimbu mustard and like grated garlic is the best salad dressing that you can make for yourself and i'm on my second bowl while we're recording this episode so there you have it <laughs> gomai salad is basically uh, a japanese spinach salad um i mean I, i think the first time i had it was at some restaurant in uh, delhi somewhere and like i really liked it and now we just make it at home a lot um so it's it's very simple it's just spinach you blanch blanch the spinach 
um, which I'm sure all of you know, but if you don't know what it is, it's just the process of taking spinach, putting it into hot water, letting it cook for like a couple of minutes, taking it out and then flash washing, Sharon, what is it called? Flash, flash through into yes. ice water. Um, this helps yes. you, I mean, once the salad is cooked, but like two, it helps you re- re- retain the green color of the spinach. Um, which is important because you don't want to eat dirty brown spinach. That's lame. Anyway. Yep. <laughs> um, and then the salad dressing is basically like, it's made of sesame. That's the base. So it's tahini, rice wine vinegar, um, a little bit of lemon juice and sugar. And it's all, obviously it's all about like balancing it out. I'm not going to give you a recipe according to measurements because I don't believe in that. Um, you just like taste it, swada nusar, figure it out. And then, you actually just toss all the spinach into this salad dressing that you make and then top it up with some sesame seeds. The alternative version mm, yum, like, yeah, the, a way to make it look fancier and that's what we do now is we actually mold our spinach really pretty in like in either a mold or we'll make it a log and then we'll cut like uh, spheres out of it and then you just put some like dressing on top and then you can like serve it individually to people instead of like taking it out of a bowl it's just a little more personal it looks cute um, but yeah like that's one of my favorite salads and then of course there's like the regular dressing that these guys have talked about and stuff I'm huge on salads I think anything can go into a salad fruits veggies croutons i mean no you guys hate it on croutons croutons are great um i don't hate um, them it's, it's your I, yeah I, I love croutons or like just like I, I guess you don't have to like fry them up right even if you just have like stale bread oh yeah toast yeah. it up chop it up put it in it tastes amazing so yeah true, yeah true, true, true. salad but that's, that's actually, honestly, a really easy recipe yeah. for as fancy as it looks. So thank you so much for sharing yeah. that. I um, was just like, I was dying because you guys weren't talking about my salad recipes. <laughs> but yeah. Okay, I'm going to let you guys carry on. So Archit, um, tell me a little bit about how we can add a little more fun to salads. And we've talked about this offline, so you should get what I'm hinting at. <laughs> Uh, without throwing dollops and dollops of mayonnaise in. Yeah. So, uh, you know, one way to really add a lot of like fun to a salad would be to uh, add cheese um, and not like dollops and dollops of it, but just like a healthy sprinkling of cheese. Um, I really like Parmesan because it's like a hard cheese. So it's um, it doesn't like meld into your salad. It like stays within like it's like yeah it's an it's an independent actor is how i would call God. it <laughs> it's on the cast everyone has their own role to play <laughs> and uh, it, it it's just such a lovely thing to add but i also like um like feta that natasha talked about which is like super salty and things like that um yeah. but yeah those are like two of my favorite cheeses for me, I think like if I were to do cheese in my salad, I would make salad that goes well with cheese. So mm-hmm. I would yeah. have a big, big blob of burrata oh, and oh. surround it with salad. 
or yeah. I would take like a brie and bake it and then surround it with salad. You know, obviously salad that can be picked up and dipped into this cheese or like with a burrata. I mean, you can just take it out with a fork, but um, with a brie or a camembert, it's a great way to get people started and, you know, um, sort of ease the initial hunger pangs before dinner, but still keep things really exciting. But that's definitely one thing to look out for. If you're looking to get into salad and you don't want just like a big bowl of leafy greens yeah, um, full of like, you know, a hundred colors and some dressing and it all seems really complicated to you, that's fine because that's not the only way salad is to be made or to be had. What you can also do is A, take a simpler salad and then make it a little cooler with some feta cheese like Archit said or with some palm or just grate some uh, gouda on top and it looks and tastes really good. It also kind of helps you with the craving. If you're just moving on to salad and you're like, okay, I'm not going to eat too much bread and I'm just going to eat salad. Good for you. Have some cheese. You deserve it. Or if you want to have a lot more fun with your salad and you want it to be a party, like I like to say, <laughs> um, go with the whole, go, um, what was I saying? Baked brie. Baked brie. Baked brie, camembert, um, burrata. Sorry, I just lost that word for a moment. So okay. those are great ways to do that as well. And there is where fruit really shines. Yeah. So, of course, you can always throw in a little bit, you know, a few uh, bits and pieces of orange, apple, whatever, something citrusy into your vegetable salad. But when it comes to cheese, fruit plays really well with cheese. So I yeah, would like, strongly recommend like taking, sorry, Arjit, pears, plums, grapes, peaches, doing a little bit of, um, you know, macerating them a little bit and leaving them around your cheese. It's amazing. Yeah, also like dried fruits taste so good with cheese. So like a dried cranberry, raisins, yeah. al- almonds, almonds, almonds. Um, almonds. All of those, all of those things like taste so good with with like a cheese as well. Like dates and um and like even apricots. Like all these like warm um, fruit. You can always just buy some burrata, and you can throw lots of fruit around it, and dress it a little bit with some acid. And you're good to go, in my opinion. Awesome. Awesome. I was just like, when is he going to say awesome? Does he agree or disagree? Because, uh, I mean, I know that most people see salad as uh, one entity or one type of thing. But, uh, of course, it's so much more. And we can definitely talk a lot more about salad and how guac can be a kind of salad with your avos and how you can create a more wholesome salad by throwing some eggs into it but we wanted to essentially tackle the building blocks of a salad so the dressing and the base and the permutations and combinations that can help you make different types of salads because let's face it no one's gonna have the same salad every day and if you do please write to us we want to interview you if you're doing that yeah like i i want to have that salad if you're having it every day keep it lively keep it interesting and you really don't need to be a fancy master chef to be able to make awesome salad. And you really don't need to go and spend a ton of money and buy lots of fancy dressings, uh, which come in really long, thin glass bottles. Uh, yeah. and which are like so difficult to clean after they're done. And they do nothing. Yeah, they do nothing. <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm so angry. Um, you can do this all at home. Just follow the grid. Um, follow the little cheat sheet that we've provided you with in terms of making things creamy without using any cream or mayo or making things... Um, 
light and fresh by using fruit and then making things really gourmet uh, by getting a fancy cheese to be the star of your dish. And um, people are going to take pictures and post them on Instagram and tag you and be like, oh my God, best dinner party ever. I don't know if that's your life goal. Yeah, that 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 would be ideal. That's just life goal. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Hey, should I, should I end with another fun fact? <laughs> Please do. This is the you final fun fact. I say this with so much hope and joy because I know he'll be the last one. This is the last one, I promise, for this episode. Next episode, I'll come with, with you. Uh, with sure. more. Um, but the word avocado, um, it comes from the word ahukatl, which in the uh, language... Ahukatl. Uh, it's okay. just a different language, right? So um, it's from the language of the Aztecs. And do you know what it actually means? Mango. Nope. Testicle. Ah, well. (laughs) So, really glad we didn't spend too much time talking about guac. (laughs) Now I understand why you were so reluctant. Yeah. Now, now, <laughs> but um, yeah, that's pretty much it. You know, this is the end of our episode. This is the first time we've talked about salad. Um, we've been all over the place, and I think that's just because salads are so unique. We were tossing, uh, just so, like a salad. Yeah, it's so yeah. diverse. We're chill, guys. So hopefully we'll we'll do another episode. We'll probably bring on an expert at some point uh, to really collect yeah. salads for us more. Uh, I think yeah. what, what I really need to know, learn more about and I really want all of us to learn more about is greens and the kind of greens that are available in India uh, because we talk so much about using local foods. Yeah. Um, maybe we can bring a guest who can talk, teach us and educate us about the different types of greens available in India and what we can really do with them. Yeah, let's make that happen. Let's make it happen. We will. Cool. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks it's for so listening, good everybody. to be back in 2021. And we hope to get more and more episodes out. We have a huge lineup that we've thought of. And uh, yeah, we'll be just churning away content soon. Yes, churning seems. All right. No, have a great day, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye. We've received so many questions on the simplest way to start a podcast that we just went ahead and spoke to the experts for advice. Ha, guys, she doesn't mean me. We spoke to the good folks at Hubhopper, India's leading podcast creation platform. Turns out, they have free solutions for content creators on studio.hubhopper.com. That is studio.hubhopper.com. Do check them out as you can easily create and launch a podcast for free and get your podcast to the right places like Spotify, Ghana, Google Podcasts and so many more. If you do start a podcast, please DM us the link on Instagram at at the rate Archit Lost. We'd love to hear it. This episode of Getting Lost with Archit and Shirin was produced by Natasha Rati Kapoor. Edited by Ananya Gupta and written and conceptualized by Shirin Rai Gupta and Archit Agarwal.